This episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West is brought to you by Emporium Hair Salon, now under new ownership. Emporium is a full-service hair salon offering cuts, color, extensions, barbering, facial waxing, as well as bridal and special occasion hair. They're also a Redkin and Moroccan oil retailer, and of course, you should always shop local. Emporium also offers Cura Therapy smoothing systems with almost 4,000 square feet with plenty of room for social distancing and at least six feet in between all stations. They have 18 stylists and have booth rental space available. So if you're ready to look and feel your best, check out Emporium Hair Salon on Evansville's East Side, 4913 Theater Drive. Call them at 812-401-1941. And as a special offer for our listeners, Maddie, just tell them you heard it here on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West. They're going to give you 10% off of your first service. That's Emporium Hair Salon. Schedule your first appointment right now at 812-401-1941 and get 10% off. And also, today's show brought to you by State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki. If you're looking for auto insurance, renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance, or life insurance, you should definitely talk to my State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki. Or if you have any of these policies with someone else and you think that you might be able to get a better deal, talk to the best. Talk to Mary. For the past 11 years, I've been trusting State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki with my personal insurance needs. And my favorite thing about it has been that she treats her clients like family. Mary has always been in my corner looking out for me, making sure I'm getting the best rates possible. I know I can trust Mary just like a good neighbor. In fact, now is a great time to talk to Mary because starting in July, State Farm just had another auto rate decrease. State Farm is the number one auto insurer. Getting a quote from Mary is always free and takes about 10 minutes. Find out how much those 10 minutes can save you and your family. Call Mary at 812-473-2863. I'm so glad I did. That's my trusted State Farm agent, Mary Rokiki, 812-473-2863. And of course, if you would like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please email the Rob's Podcast podcast at gmail.com hello maddie west no what's up sorry i had to like dip out in the middle of that uh, commercial because my son was putting face wash in his hair and so i had to <laughs> tell him that he thinks that he gels his hair like dad and um i'm like buddy that's face wash it's not hair gel so it's close though he's getting it's like i saw on snapchat he like he loves sunglasses Yes. But something is just a little off. He always, he likes to wear them upside down. Yes. <laughs> Do with your glasses what, what. This is how Woodson wears his sunglasses. It's so cute. It's the cutest thing. And I, I try to correct him all the time and it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. All right. So well, what's up? This is like a, the social distancing episode of the Rob's podcast. Yeah. Let's explain why we sound a little different today. Why we might look a little different. Uh, I am here in the studio by myself and yeah. we, we are trying to set a good example by social yeah. distancing. Right. So I just got back literally yesterday from Arizona, which is the number one state in the country for COVID right now. All right. Hold on. Give me, give me one second because let me, let me take you back to last Friday. Yeah. Or I guess a week ago today. <laughs> so we do the podcast, you know, goes up at six. It's probably done around seven, seven thirty. Yeah. And like about three hours after that, the news hit Facebook that excess and Marina point <laughs> both got uh, a patron with uh, COVID was what was being reported. I had so many messages about this. So my wife immediately texts me. 
I need to get checked for COVID. Um, those are two places you both, you, you said you went to both of those places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And not only that one is excess. We talked about, uh, pardon the pun, <laughs> to great excess. Yeah, cool social distancing there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I even had the image of, uh, I believe strippers, butt cheeks around your face and it was just, and then, so not, not even four hours after that podcast goes up, it's like, Hey, guess what? Maddie West visited all these places that have COVID that was, what was being reported. So then I get that text and she's like, you, you are not being careful enough with our, we have a baby. Your family, your, your family's coming in. What are you thinking? I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then, um, that was very well timed because Maddie was planning a trip through like six different airports going to like the epicenter of COVID. So now, well, well, the good thing about uh, the weekend that everything happened at uh, like Marina point and stuff like that, um, which by the way, I was at Tiki, not Marina point. They are different. Oh, okay. That's good to know. I I don't, yeah, I don't support point. Oh, you don't. No, uh, they don't let people in that wear Black Lives Matter t-shirts. And yeah, the, and their dress code's pretty racist. And it's like the same person that owns Marina Point owns like Corner Pocket. He owns Buds on Franklin Street. He owns like several bars, but I've boycotted them all since all of this happened. So I was at Tiki, which to my knowledge... Oh, isn't- I, once you said <laughs> a different restaurant, now I, I did hear that. I didn't know yeah. it was all cross-owned. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, so the same guy owns like several of them. But either way, the, I mean, a lot of people jump back and forth between Marina and Tiki because they're like literally so close to each other. And so it's very possible he could have been there too. But... The good thing is that person was there the weekend after I went. I was actually there the weekend before that. Yes. And I explained that to my wife and she was still not thrilled about the story. And then all weekend it's Maddie checked in. Not going to strip clubs anytime soon. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, I guess I don't know how long we'll be doing zoom. I want to get back into the studio, but um, you know, yeah. So then you went to Phoenix Yes, which is the epicenter of COVID at the moment. And you're just like, this is this is great. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. Uh, no, so you have to wear face masks the entire time, which, you know, face masks are um, beneficial, I think, but it's not going to prevent the spread or, or the contracting completely. They're not like 100% effective, you know what I mean? And so, um, I mean, they, if, if everybody wears a mask all the time covid mm-hmm. will they will flatten the curve for sure yeah hope i mean that's the plan i know that it's not 100 percent effective but it's better than not wearing one obviously so uh yeah you had to wear your mask the whole time in the airport or they would like scream at you you had to wear it the whole flight um every pretty much every restaurant within every airport I went through was completely shut down because I flew Evansville to Dallas and then I flew Dallas to Phoenix and I flew that same way home as well. And when we flew into Phoenix, everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're crazy. Like that's the epicenter of COVID, you know, blah, blah, blah. And while we were there, actually everything started shutting back down. So they had started reopening like how we are. And then it started getting so bad in their reopening stages that they were like, never mind. And so while we were there, everything started closing back down. So uh, there really wasn't much to do while we were there, which is fine because, you know, we still have a good time. But um, yeah, they wouldn't, even like when you're out by the pool and stuff at the hotel that we stayed at, 
uh, you weren't allowed to talk to anyone other than your group and you had to wear a face mask in the pool. <laughs> I mean, like I, I know that we're laughing at this. I think that's smart. I do. No, it, and I mean, we complied 100%. We were like, dude, we get it. I don't want COVID any more than the next person. You know what I mean? I have, you know, my son and my, my baby father at home too, to think about. And, um, I had no idea that Arizona was the epicenter of all of this until I got there. <laughs> I saw, I had seen on social media and once in the news that for some reason, Phoenix is mm-hmm. getting hit like harder than most places. And I think it's because, so Arizona was one of the first states to start their reopening process. And so everyone from surrounding areas started going to Arizona because they're like, oh, their restaurants are open, their clubs are open, their night, you know, their malls are open and stuff like that. So I think everyone started going there because their places were still shut down. And they're like, well, then we'll just go to Arizona. And so I think they were just, and then, yeah, they just reopened too soon. And then it was like inviting people like me. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, you had very important business, very important reasons to go to (laughs) (laughs) two very important reasons. (laughs) So are you happy with this? So you got your lips done. Yeah, I did. Oh, is that Woodson? Where is he? Tell him to say hello. I wish I could bring Will on. Oh my God. Look at that shirt. You look awesome. If you if you're listening to this or you can't see for some reason, uh, Maddie's son is wearing a Super Mario shirt and it's making my heart sing. Say hi. Hi, buddy. Hi. Who's on your shirt? Who's on your shirt? Who's that? He's just pointing yeah. at you. Yeah. Who? Do you know his name? Say it. That's Super. Who's on your shirt? That's Super Mario. You usually just go. Eo. 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 I'm like, that's half. That's good enough. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Rob will teach you all about Super Mario. Bye. He's done now. Oh, see you, buddy. Nice to see you. You going to go watch Blippi now? No. What is it? Blippi? Blippi. Oh, gosh. It's the guy I was telling you about that's worth all the money. Oh, on YouTube. Wow, we're introducing my channel. Bye. Bye, buddy. Oh, and that's Rugs. Look at uh, this. Uh, <laughs> I have my whole family here. You can probably hear my dog snoring in the background. Hold on. I actually, I think I have it. Oh, I've been, I've had this set up a little improperly the whole time. It's been like, it's been a smaller window of your face, but now it's like, now it's Maddie. Now it's like, that's what. Okay. I love your son's wardrobe. I'm so proud of him and you. I just, I just got him this cute little outfit. The other day. Does he, does he play Mario at all? Does he have any video games? Oh no. I mean, he'll like, he has like, um, he'll watch games on like YouTube and stuff like that, but he's never like played a game on anything. Yeah. He's still, still, still. I try to get him to, you try to get him to what? I try to get him to like play games on my phone. I'll try to get him to play them, but he just exits out of them. He'd rather just watch people playing games on YouTube. (laughs) That's what kids do. That's like common now. Okay, well, copyright issues say you have to listen to your song. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for stopping by, Woodson. Can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Can you go pull your song up there? I like how I'm being so nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before before we talk about your trip to um, Arizona, I had a few things I wanted to continue from last week. 
from last week's okay. episode. Um, and oh, by the way, since we're doing, I, I want to mention, I don't know that we'll have a live episode next week. I'm on vacation, although we're not going anywhere, but my family is coming to visit us. Mm-hmm. Which one of the nice things about having a baby is now I don't have to always go see them. Now I'm important enough that they'll come see me, which is nice. So I don't know if I'll be able to record next week. If I can, we will. If not, we'll be back the following week. And my apologies. See you, see you bud. So remember how we were making jokes um, about strippers with Corona names? Yes, yes. I so- Check this headline out. It's not a joke. Corona made the list of 100 most popular baby names of 2020. Oh no. People are naming their baby, not to like, not in mass, but it made the top 100 baby names so far this year. Corona. I just. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting for a reaction. There's none. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I just love it. That's so funny to me. I just, I, you normally wouldn't save the top 100 baby names. You know, that's, that's radio content. That's something that you know, you'd hear on the local radio morning show. But yeah, and if you want to hear the, what, do you want to hear the 10 most common names? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so for girls, we got Mila, Aaliyah, Aurora, Aria, Amelia, Ileana, Nova, Caden, Molly, and Ivy. Mm. Uh, and then for boys, you've got Braxton, Zion, Hunter, Kai, mm. Urban, Logan, Elliot, Liam, Lucas, and then check out number 10, River. River, River for boys. I also saw a few more newsy things that I wouldn't have saved if you didn't tell the story about Shelly being bougie last week. <laughs> so, bougie in Arizona too. <laughs> oh, do you have some new ones? Oh yeah, she's she's the bougiest. Okay, well you told the story. The the one that I have two stories here that reminded me of your first story you told. Um, the quote was. Oh my God, your sister is driving my $90,000 car and she's on her phone or something like, was something like that. Even the most expensive vehicle either. <laughs> I believe it. A guy erects his $300,000 Lamborghini 20 minutes after he bought it. Oh no. This was in, uh, let's see. West Yorkshire, England, $300,000 Lambo. Um, as he was driving it home from the dealership, the car stalled and it got rear ended. Nobody was hurt. Oh, at least it wasn't his fault. Yep. I don't know how that works, though, when it's, when it's talking about a Lambo. Yeah, I guess. That, well, yeah. I still wouldn't want to recognize after I bought it, but at least it wasn't his fault. So then also, this one reminded me of Shelly, and I wonder how Shelly would handle this situation. Yeah. A dad in Germany tried to order a Tesla online, but the, okay. but the final screen didn't load properly when he hit the button. So he hit the button a bunch more times and accidentally ordered 28 Teslas. The order was for more than $1.5 million and the reservation fees are not refundable. So it should have cost him about $3,000, but Tesla realized the mistake and refunded all those fees. What would your mom do? What would Shelly do in that situation? Oh, Shelly ordered 28 Teslas on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that was no mistake. Tesla's just like, oh, Shelly's back at it. Yeah. Oh, oh, Shelly, hey, how are you? Good to see you again. 
<laughs> was she so was she being bougie in Arizona? Well, yeah, so we were actually in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is kind of like a ritzy part of Arizona anyway. It's like the it's like the Miami of Arizona. You know what I mean? Like everyone's driving very expensive cars. It's like that's where you find all the really expensive um, stores and stuff like that. And I had really never been to like a mall that had that many like there's like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and Tiffany and everything. And that's just like so normal for Shelly. Um, to just like frequent those areas. Yeah. But so she actually, um, well, she got her boobs done, which is why she was out there. They look great. Do they? Yeah, they look great. Well, they, it looks painful as hell right now, but uh, they Franken will. boobies. Yeah, they're like all taped up and mummified right now. But um, I've never seen my mom with small boobs ever. Since I can remember, she's always like had these trademark huge boobs. Like that's just like a Shelly thing. Yeah, I remember they were, like, two basketball stuffed in her shirt. Literally. And so to see her with, like, not even small boobs, but just, like, normal boobs, because they've always been so overdramatic, <laughs> that it was just, like, she literally looked at herself in the mirror yesterday and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Does she need to get, like, all new underwear then for to accommodate? I'm assuming, I guess, nothing would fit. Yeah, she's got to get all new bras and everything like that, definitely. And so... um it, it, it was weird seeing her not like busting out of everything she was wearing. And she's like, you would be surprised like how much like better I feel. Like you're not just carrying around like two watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it feels very nice no matter what. Yeah. So, so, um, so she had that done, but she also, um, had her eyeliner tattooed on. Eyeliner? Eyeliner Do up on the top. No, can, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on. I didn't even know this was a thing because I didn't even know. You told me you taught me about microblading. Yeah, which is uh, the eyebrows. Your eyebrows tattooed on. Yeah, and you have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. On fleek. So oh, what is? Good. I don't even know what having an eyeliner tattoo means. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> why are we screaming? <laughs> wait, did you do it too? No, 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 no. It's where they tattoo like this part. They, your upper lip. I mean, you can get on the lower lip too, but it's like a tattoo right along your lash line on your eyelid. And oh my god, the thought of that makes me want to cry. That sounds terrifying. How do you how do you tattoo an eyelid? Um, the, just the esthetician does it, and she is phenomenal at what she does. It's the same girl that does our eyebrows when we go out there. And she did a great job. And so my mom had that done. And then get this. She also had her lips tattooed. Stop it. Why? Um, It's like basically kind of like permanent lipstick. Only like right now it looks pretty intense, but it fades like 70%. And it just gives you like a nice like pink lip. Wow. So do do you add lipstick to it or is it just what she's going to go yeah, I mean, you could if you wanted to, or you could just do that, and it kind of just already looks like you just have a little yeah. lip gloss on. And obviously, I didn't get that done because I just, um, yeah, had my lips injected. But um, yeah, and then so she, and then she got her eyebrows touched up again, and so so she's she, like, she's literally a work of art. Yes, and then got her boobs done. So she was being bougie on bougie on bougie while we were in Phoenix. And she's like, I think I'm going to get my eyeliner tattoo too. When things, 
when things go back to normal, people want Shelly on this show, myself included. Oh, she's ready to be on the show. It got brought up several times on vacation, and she's like, I'm going to give people what they want. Does she Does she listen? I know you said your sister doesn't listen. Oh, yeah, she listens. Yeah. My, my sister listens. Shout out Jess. Shout out Jess. I know she does. She said she loved me on our last podcast. So. Have Have you shamed your sister, your younger sister, for uh, not listening? No, she subscribed and gave us a good rating. I don't care. Oh, so she's okay. Perfect. Well, I'm going to shame her. If you listen or die, I don't care, but subscribe on your phone to help me out. Yeah. Yeah. That's one way you can definitely help the show is by uh, subscribing, by liking, by leaving us good feedback and also by supporting your advertisers. That's the best way you can help us out. We appreciate it very much. Yeah. Um, and listen too. Listen too. But um, yeah, we love that too. But if you're broke, just do the bare minimum to be a member. You know, should I let me? I'll try to add in her video this week. I, we've been talking about it for long, and now I have it. This this is the first time I've actually had it in my possession. Yeah. I will try to, if I can figure out how to do it, splice that in so that everyone can see who you're talking about. Right. And then if you see this person on the streets, shame this person not for drinking to excess, but for not listening to her sister's podcast. Yeah. Throw in a threat, like not a severe one. <laughs> like I'll beat your ass or something. Something very mild. What else happened in Arizona? Anything worth talking about? Oh, I mean, from what I can remember, we just had a really good time. <laughs> you guys always do. Oh, yeah. So my family is also just like full-blown alcoholics as well. And so, you know, whenever I get time away from like the baby and stuff like that, I just really let loose. But I mean, we did a little bit of shopping. Like I said, there wasn't much that was open. Uh, we went to the mall and it was like a ghost town. The airports were like ghost towns. It was so, it, it was bizarre. And the thing about Arizona is, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's always been this way, but literally every single person you see is social distancing and wearing a mask. Every single person. In Evansville, it's like half and half, which is why I have no idea how Indiana is like one of the best states. Like there's like three states that are like the best and Indiana is one of them. Right. And I'm like, if I go to Walmart, it's like half and half. Like half the people are wearing face masks, half the people aren't, half the people are social distancing, half the people are walking the wrong way down Walmart's aisle. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Arizona, it's like so strict. Like everyone is wearing masks. I never saw one person that was like just out in public without one. I mean, even people exercising, like walking down the street, riding bikes, everyone was wearing one. It was weird. Not right. weird. They're doing it to stay safe. Are you wearing your masks out there? Yes. Yes. You don't have a choice. Gotcha. Like they won't let you in places. Like even if so, say we go to a restaurant, the restaurants are still open at the moment. Um, but like I said, while we were there, they were in the process of shutting everything back down. But when you walk into a restaurant, you have to wear your face mask until you sit down at your table. And then you can take it off. And of course the tables are like, they are here. Like everything is very spread out and stuff like that as well. I don't know if it's always been that way there or now if they're just kind of like, Oh shit, we're one of the worst states. We better start wearing our face masks. I have no idea. Yeah. But, um, I know that I was like, wow, people take it way more seriously here than back home, which is why I was so shocked that they are so bad and home is so good. But like I said, I don't know how long they've been doing that. They might be too late to the party. Like you've already, well, for starters, it's going to be, uh, it's a bigger city. Yeah. So you're going to get more tourists. You're going to get more visitors. You know, people aren't coming to visit as much, uh, here in Indiana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, I don't want to throw any shade on cities that are doing the right thing by their, um, yeah. 
it was just so shocking to me because I'm so used to home where it's not uncommon at all to see someone without a face mask. I see it like I go to Walmart on a weekly basis to get groceries and it's like half and half. You aren't doing online pickup? No. You just walk in the store? I just hop up in there. I just, I avoided it at all costs. I was trying to do grocery pickup like the first few months of COVID and it's so busy all the time that I could never get an appointment. So I, I no, never I, have a problem. They would have like half of my stuff and not the other half. So I just started That's there. a bit more valid, but st- okay. Yeah. Well, all right. You, you do what you want. Yeah. So okay. when you, when you go into Walmart here, are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Okay. Promise. Yeah. Okay. He's calling me out. I, I was going to say, do you, are, are, for real, are you, do you wear a mask when you go to Walmart? I wear a mask um, in social distance here. But at the Walmart here, if you haven't been inside, you might not know. But they have, like, one way down each aisle so that you're never, like, walking towards people. And uh, there's, like, someone that walks around Walmart that, like, makes sure you're not going the wrong way. Really? No, I, I've not been in a, it's, boy, I can't tell you last time I've been in a Walmart. Yeah, they're all one way, and so it, like, loops around, like, snakes around the aisles. And if you start walking the wrong way down this way, then the lady that's standing there, the man that's standing there, would be like, no, you're going the wrong way, you have to turn around. Wow. You know, so our TV went out, the main TV we use, like, in our family room. This was probably about a month ago, and so we needed to get a new TV. So we got one... I. I didn't want to go into Best Buy. So I ordered one online at Best Buy and their process was, I don't know if it's still like this. Maybe it is. But like when I, when I did this about a month ago, you were not allowed to go in the store. They've got all their workers like out front. They'll either shop for you or you can give them like your receipt or whatever. And they'll go get what they need, but you can't go in the store. Oh wow. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was well done. Like it was the right thing to do, but yeah, yeah it was, it was interesting. It's just a sign of the times. It's just such a neat I know. I'm surprised too. I'm always surprised when I go into Walmart and stuff here. Um, like how many older people aren't wearing masks and aren't social distancing Yeah, and they're the most high risk. And I'm like, Oh, we all are just asking for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's so many older people. And I'm like, have you not like looked at the statistics of this? Like you're doomed. <laughs> they, I think a lot of them probably do know that, but they don't believe it. Right. These are the people that can't tell a fake email that comes from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> These are the people who share the the memes yeah. on Facebook that are inaccurate. Right. Yeah. You know, the, they're the boomers are the reason they're part of the reason why we're in the mess that we're in. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah that's true. And even at the airports that I would see, um, because some airports like like the Evansville airport, it's not mandatory to wear a mask. But at the Dallas and the Phoenix airport, it's mandatory to wear a mask while you're sitting in there, while you're on the airplane the whole time. But in Evansville, it wasn't. Evansville, you, they're not requiring that? No, it's not mandatory to keep it on. It says when you when you walk in there, um, you know, face masks are suggested. But oh. it's not um, it's not like a rule or anything like that to keep it on. Which, again, is why I'm so shocked that Indiana is one of the best states in the country right now. As far as like declining cases, it blows my mind. I'm like, they are the least careful of all the places I've visited so far. We may have to get uh, Mayor Winicky in here. I mean, talk to him. I feel yeah. like the airport is a place we should definitely be uh, making masks mandatory, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, so, a few more things from your trip. You told me to ask you if you gave me three things to ask you about. Yeah. 
mom's bath mom bathroom I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a story from Phoenix, yeah, or from Scottsdale. I keep saying Phoenix because Phoenix and Scottsdale are so close to each other that um, you fly into Phoenix, but technically we stayed in Scottsdale. Okay, so. sorry about yeah. that. No, you're fine. So but, what's the story? Okay, you ready? Okay. Um, so we were at, like, this really nice restaurant, probably one of the nicest restaurants I've ever been to. Like, I'm talking, like, a drink at this restaurant, like a, a martini is like $25. Sounds like something Shelly would do. Mind you, I could drink like 12, you know? Yes. I did. I did drink. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on. $25 times 12. Oh boy, math. All right. What's that like? Um, And so my mom's best friend was also out there because she was helping her like recover from surgery and everything like that. And so she was all, she was out there with us as well. So it's my mom and her best friend and me and my younger sister. And the one who doesn't listen. Yes, the one, yeah, Brooke, the hungover one. And my mom comes, she goes to the bathroom, she comes back from the bathroom at this restaurant, and she's, like, white as a ghost. Like, she had just, like, seen a ghost. And we're like, what's your problem? And she's like, I can't even process what I just saw. And we're like, what? Okay, so at this restaurant, when you walk into this area for the bathrooms, it's all just a huge row of doors, with like fogged glass, but there's no men or women. You just walk into like a stall, like they're each individual stalls. Like, does that make sense? I've seen that before. Yeah, I I can visualize it. Yeah, so there's no men or women or anything like that. You just, it says vacant or, you know, not vacant or whatever on the little slide thing on the door, kind of like an airplane. And my mom went into one that looked open or that said it was open and she sees this man in there with his pants down oh no holding his junk in his hand and snorting lines of cocaine off the toilet <laughs> wait what hold on i'm i don't want to get too graphic but what was he doing with his junk in his hand so um i don't think she really hung around long enough <laughs> <laughs> But I think that she had the same impression that we're all having right now. Because my first thought was pee, but then... You know, my- he's, like, sitting on the toilet, and um, he was, like, leaning over. And at first, she was like, it took me a second to see, like, why was he leaning over? So I think he was holding his junk in his hand to make sure it didn't touch the toilet. Okay, so when you, okay, I also thought he was doing the coke off of the toilet, which is, seems like a really dark place to go, but. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally seen people do it with my own eyes, so I can't relate, (laughs) but, um, so in some of these stalls, they have, like, little flap-down trays that, uh, like, come out of the wall, you can, like, hang your purse on them. Those are called baby-changing stations. Kind of, it looks like a little miniature one of those, basically, but they're actually in the stall. So you can hang your purse on it or set your phone on it while you're going to the bathroom so it doesn't touch the ground. Does that make sense? They're like what? these little trays that pop down. That's what he was storing the cocaine off of. Oh my God. <laughs> so she comes back to the table, like, mortified at what she's just seen. And by this time, we're like 10 drinks in a piece, right? And so the whole restaurant knows what's happening because <laughs> my mother is very loud and she's just not believe what she saw. And so our waiter comes up and we're talking to him and he was very cool. Um, this place is called Oceans 44 in Scottsdale. And he comes up and he's like, oh my gosh. But like I said, he was like a cool waiter. Like we could shoot, we could shoot the stuff with them. Like he, he could handle the West girls. I'll yeah. put it that way. 
the wild, and, wild wests. Right. And so then all of a sudden, another guy comes over and he introduces himself as the manager. Now, like 30 minutes have passed since the incident. We've forgotten all about it. Like we're on to the next thing. Yeah. Just really drunk, having a good time. He's like, I heard there was an incident. We're thinking we're in trouble for being too drunk and we're going to have to be leaving. <laughs> he's like, I'm really sorry about what happened. And we're like, what? And he's like, well, if you guys don't remember, I'm not going to bring it back up. Because like I said, this is such a really nice restaurant that for something like that to happen in their restaurant, they were like all over it to make sure that like no one was uncomfortable or no one was like going to give bad reviews or like tarnish their reputation. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. You could tell they were really worried that we were like going to like report it or something like that. You know what I mean? So, anyways, then it hit me after talking with this guy and like you know joking around with him for a while. He recognized you from the podcast and he was worried you're going to blast him. Yeah, which is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, dude. And so um, then I realized what he was talking about I realized the whole reason he came over and I'm like mom I bet our waiter told him what happened in the bathroom my mom's like oh my gosh you're right so I called the manager back over there and I'm like were you talking about mom watching the guy do blow in the bathroom and he was like yes and he's like I just want to let you know we kicked him out and we're so sorry anyways long story short um, he brings us this huge dessert like tree to our table that's got like donuts hanging off of it and all this stuff. And he's like, I just want to let you guys know I am so sorry about what happened. And mind you, we had already filled him in on why we were out there. We filled him in that mom got new titties. Like we filled him in on all the tea, right? And so he brings us this dessert and then he brings us this huge piece of chocolate cake that you would see like, oh, happy anniversary, like how they write it in chocolate or whatever. And it says, congratulations on your new titties. <laughs> like, I saw that on, on social media. That was, I was hoping you were going there. Can you send yeah. me a picture of that, please? Yeah, 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 I will. Because that's so I can overlay it. It was hilarious because he was like, my chef had to call me back there and say like, wait, what? Do you want written on this? Like, you really... And he was like, trust me, these people are not our normal patrons. You can write titties on there. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, buddy. <laughs> We're talking about your grandmom. <laughs> Did Nitty get new boobies? You... <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so all right is that also another story you told me to ask you about was plate at dinner is that the same story yeah that same story and so they just like i said it was just such a cool experience and they were so much fun at that restaurant and they actually ended up taking like oh my gosh hundreds and hundreds of dollars off of our bill that's awesome like just to make up for it i mean we had like four hundred dollars in drinks alone and our bill was like four hundred dollars when we left and we're like this is not right i were king crab legs they didn't even have a price on the menu that's how you know it's expensive yeah i love crab legs oh, they're so good and they i ordered three pounds of crab legs and they three pounds I'm proud. Uh, this is like I'm as proud as you of you as I am of your son for wearing a Mario show right now. This I'm I'm proud of you for this. I know even even the one that was like, ma'am, and I'm like, 
don't you man me if I order three pounds of crab legs I know what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) these are really big and I'm like bring the crab legs well your your bill at this restaurant must have been like someone's mortgage payment oh yeah I would say um gosh probably by the time we left uh well over a thousand probably god bless Shelly I know. And that also doubles as that also doubles as this week's Shelly being bougie. Yes, that's it. So in conclusion, um, and then, the, the, while we were there. the only other thing I have about your trip to Arizona is lip filler experience. Do you have more on your lips? Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I got my lips done and everyone told me how bad lip filler hurts like everyone that knew I was getting it done was like, Oh my gosh, it's so painful. It's so painful. But, um, they like put a numbing cream, like a topical numbing cream on before you get it done. And I was so nervous, right? Cause I'm about to get married and I can't like be having my wedding photos look botched. Right. So I even told you this before you went out and I ha- I'm going to, I'll hold my thoughts until I see you. Yeah. I hate when women do this. I hate, <laughs> I hate the lip fillers. <laughs> I told you before, listen, I, I mean, what, I love, I love wrestling. You know that. And you can yeah. always tell when one of the female wrestlers gets their lips done because the next day they look like a duck. Mm-hmm. I can't, I it just, I don't, nothing was ever wrong with lips in the first place. They're perfect the way they are. Why do we have to make them look like inner tubes? Yeah. And I, I was worried about that too. So you can get like different doses, right? You can get a lot or you can get a little bit or you can, you know what I mean? And so I went in there and I was like, I, I don't want too much. I don't want it to look uh, ridiculous. You know what I mean? I don't want them to look like you were saying, like the very like turned out duck lips. I was like, I'm mortified if I look like that. She's like, listen, I got you. I know what I'm doing. I would never make you look like that. I'm like, okay, cool. And so they put like a topical numbing cream on. And again, I had had like this, you know, thought in my head that it was going to hurt so bad. Now, mind you, I've had my eyebrows tattooed on my face. I've had a nine-pound child. I think my pain threshold is all right. Okay. <laughs> um, it did not hurt at all. Not at all. Not even a little bit. And so I was a little bit surprised at that because I had heard how bad it hurt. But also, right afterwards, like immediately after I got the lip filler, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Instant regret instant i was like oh my god what have i done and she's like listen i know that they look really scary right now and they look really swollen um just give it a couple days now i'm like wow this is the best thing i've ever done so you love it my eyebrows tattoo love it Uh, i still have a little bit of bruising but um i just went very subtle because whenever I kind of like relaxed my mouth look i got what's in this little toy plane he's obsessed with it Okay, can you go put it on the table for me? Thank you. But um, I still have a little bit of bruising, but the swelling instantly went down. Do you have any? Do you have any pictures? Do you have any pictures of it when it was really swollen? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me one of too, please. Yeah, I will. And I've got my before and afters as well that you can see. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw some of those over too. Um, yeah, so when I kind of like relaxed my lips, you could still see my teeth. Like my lips didn't stay closed whenever my mouth was shut. They kind of always were gapped, and I really was insecure about that, especially in photos and stuff. And you were uh, really? You thought there was yeah. something wrong with your lips? Yeah, I, I have a great shape to my lips, and I didn't want to risk like the shape being messed up by filler. And so I told him that when I went in there, like, listen, I have really good shape to my lips. I could just use a little more fullness, but like, don't mess up the shape. And she's like, oh yeah, she's like. 
I'm obsessed with your lips. They're perfect. And I was like, I just want to make them a little bit, a little bit thicker. And so that's what I did. And like I said, I still got some, this was, I got them done like a few days ago. So this is day three, I think, since having them done. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. The swelling has gone down and they don't look ridiculous anymore. But yeah, right after they look insane. They look crazy fat. But I would do it again. Definitely. But this last Are you going to do it again? um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it depends how this settles and like, how quick it goes away and like what it looks like when it does go away. I'm not necessarily sure if this is something that like you have to get like routinely done. Is it, is it permanent or is it, does it go away? No, it only lasts about a year to a year and a half. Gotcha. And so in a year and a half, I'm like, Oh man, I really miss it. Cause right now it's still hard for me to tell because I'm already used to them. But when I got home, Kent was like, Oh wow. Yeah. I love them. That makes a big difference. And cause he hadn't really seen me yet. But to me, it's like, I don't even notice the difference when I look in the mirror, really. You know, it's only when I like see my before and afters where I'm like, wow, yeah, it does look a lot different. And so Kim's like, yeah, it looks different. So all in all, a good trip to Arizona. You're happy with everything? Yes, loved it. Awesome. Well, we got some more stuff to get to, but let me remind everybody real quick that today's episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West is brought to you by Gooden Consulting. If you are a tri-state business owner, especially lately, I'm sure you know how difficult it can be to keep everything going when your computers, your networks, your servers, and IT aren't working properly. Gooden Consulting wants to take those stresses off of your plates and be your friend in the IT world. Gooden Consulting oversees the IT for many businesses here in Evansville so that those companies don't have to worry about their networks failing, data breaches, computer viruses, secure backup, and much more. Gooden Consulting offers 24-7 system monitoring, providing you with true peace of mind, less downtime for you as they identify and solve problems even before they happen sometimes, fewer disruptions as they provide most of their services remotely and overnight, uh, as well as predictable budgeting as they will work with you to create a monthly flat rate for an all-inclusive IT service that monitors all of your company's hardware and software. Join the growing number of tri-state doctor's offices, dentist offices, law firms, realty groups, and other local businesses that have let Gooden Consulting be their friend in the IT world. Call Cody at 812-402-0611 or visit goodenconsulting.com. And also remember, if you call for a limited time, just say you heard it here on the Rob's Podcast, and Maddie West will give you a $50 gift card for you to use uh, with Gooden Consulting, Maddie. Today's episode also brought to you by Spuds and Stuff. I still get asked all the time, and the answer is yes. Does Spuds and Stuff really make the best Phillies in the tri-states? The answer is yeah, the answer is absolutely yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you about that and put my own Philly reputation on the line, but I am telling you the truth. Nobody in this city knows Philly cheesesteaks better than me, and I'm telling you, Jason at Spuds and Stuff makes the best one in town. He used to bring me in to help him uh, fine-tune his works in progress. He'd ask for my feedback. I'd help him make adjustments, and what he wound up with was sheer perfection. Try it for yourself if you don't believe me, and also don't forget those delicious spuds, Maddie. They're at 2403 Washington Avenue on Evansville's east side, and their location at 41 in Boonville, New Harmony, has just reopened. They're now hiring at both locations for drivers. And, of course, if you would like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please email the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. So if you want, I found a few more things in the news I wanted to throw your way before we wrap up things, Maddie. I'm ready. Um, few stories in the world of TV made me happy this week. Okay. I'm worried that they're not going to mean much to you, but to me and people my age, the, the two things I'm going to tell you are huge news. Fair enough. 
Uh, Netflix just earlier this week relaunched Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh, I do remember that. Okay, that was like my dad and I used to watch that show all the time. Um, Woodson's on fire. He's saying, "Oh no!" Because he's excited about Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. <laughs> just hearing that theme song gets like my heart rate pumping. Like, and I know yeah. it's, there's only a few episodes up, but I am so glad that this came back and is on yeah. Netflix. And I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to jump into it right now. It started streaming July 1st. Oh wow! Okay, so that was okay. So I'm gonna have to watch that. Please do. I, uh, I did hear a rumor that it was coming to Netflix, and I was like, "That's exciting," but I didn't realize it was up. I do remember that. I get like you said a little before my time, but I do remember like watching reruns of that whenever I was younger. I've always loved like true crime and paranormal and I stuff know. like. I know. Love listening to podcasts and all that stuff as well, and. Um, especially like on all my recent traveling that's all I did was like listen to food crime and stuff like that. So that makes me really excited. Now I'm going to give Woodson some Tylenol so we'll take an early nap. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you've got a few good episodes to watch. I'm excited. I've got a whole week off next week. Maybe I'll get a chance to, uh, we come back together, then we can talk about it. Yeah, we can, we can uh, talk about that. And then also another one that might've been a little before your time, but is so important to me and my generation they, uh, Comedy Central, which was not the original network that this show used to run on, but mm-hmm. Comedy Central has announced for two seasons they are bringing back Beavis and Butthead and My Life is Complete. Wow. This is huge. Beavis and Butthead, but I can see why you would be excited about that. Not only that, so they, they went off the air in like 97 from MTV after seven seasons. And then for one random season in 2011, they came back for like 13 episodes and it was so good. It was even better than the original, in my opinion. Okay. And if they can keep that, that going, that momentum going, um, I'm so excited to see what they can cook up in 2020 or 2021 or whatever it happens. I bet again, it, it was like, it's kind of like the family guy thing for me. I've never really been into like cartoon TV shows, like as an adult, but I know that it's like a thing like Bob's burger and Futurama and stuff like that. And so I, that's exciting. I bet there's a lot of people out there that are stoked to hear that. Beavis and Butthead was the ish. It was the, it was the best. And yeah. I'm so see. And what made the 2011 one better was, so I know you'd never seen it, but they would, so there'd be an, two episodes per episode. So like a, uh, one snip, there'd be like two segments per episode. Yeah. If they'd break up the segments by playing music videos and Beavis and Butthead would make fun of the music videos that were playing. Okay. Yeah. So, when they would break away in 2011, they'd break away to like other MTV programming. So like they'd make fun of a clip from the Jersey shore or from teen mom. And it would just be so funny. Like I was so proud of that decision to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. And when did that come out? I, I think they just announced it. So it's still a ways away, I think. Okay, gotcha. And then I saw one more story in the world of TV that I was interested in your opinion on. I don't care about this, but mm-hmm. I know in your world, I remember from our days in radio, yeah, Baby Shark was a thing. Oh yeah, he was literally just watching Baby Shark on my phone. He's still obsessed with it. There's a Baby Shark TV show coming to Nickelodeon. Oh God, I gotta turn the volume down so it's in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
<laughs> it's the original video has about six billion views, and now there's going to be a TV show on Nickelodeon. It's starting as a holiday special in December, and Nickelodeon says it's excited to quote dive deeper into the incredible world of Baby Shark. Maddie West, how do you feel about this? Um, I feel very fortunate that I don't have cable. <laughs> Like, I am very excited. This is one of the only times in, in my life where I've been like, thank God we're too broke for cable. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the best baby shark memory I have of you was you had neighbors that lived next door to you, like, but it was like a townhouse kind of thing. So you guys shared a wall. And one night they were up way too late partying. Yeah. She says like a Dungeons and Dragons style party, not like a rager kind of frat party. Right, yeah. So you woke up early the next morning and started blasting and singing Baby Shark, like at pounding the on the walls. At, at the top of my lungs at like, I would say at the latest 630 in the morning. <laughs> I was so, I was I just gone to bed an hour ago. It's broken, dude. It's broken. Sorry, can't fix it. He's mad. His his tablet's broken, and he's mad. And I'm like, dude, it's been broken for like four months. <laughs> You're just not noticing it's broken. No, I know it's been broken. No, he Jane Woodson refuses to accept that it's broken. Hey, go put Baby Shark on TV. Go put Baby Shark on. She's like, all right. <laughs> well, soon he'll have a show that he can watch with that. All right, I got a question for you, Maddie. We're leaving. I'll leave the world of TV now, and I'm going to enter the world of COVID again. Okay. Is there anything you feel you've learned from yourself during the last three, four months because of COVID? There's one thing. I'll, let me get the ball rolling if you don't mind. Yeah. The one thing I've learned, and I learned this very early on, especially when everyone was like, don't touch your face, wash your hands all the time. Just, yeah. you know, I learned I cannot go five minutes without touching my face. Same. It is impossible for me to go five minutes without touching my face. Right. And I just got lip filler. And so when you have lip filler, uh, you're supposed to kind of like massage your lips with uh, lip gloss and stuff like that to kind of like work out the bumps and stuff. And I'm like, this is a really horrible time to like tell people to be massaging their lip. <laughs> Hello, put your hands directly in your mouth. <laughs> like, um, so obviously I've been like washing my hands before I, I do any of my lip massaging. But yeah, I, I did realize I'm constantly touching my face. Um, well, the reason I brought that up was because I saw a story that, uh, really related to me. There's a, uh, there's a 15 year old inventor. He's 15. He lives in England. He created a wristband that senses when you're about to touch your face and will like, it will stop you from touching your face. That's awesome. Like a shock collar. Yeah. I don't know if I, I bet it's more of a beep than a shock. Yeah. If there's a choice, I'd get, I'd get the beep one. What? <laughs> It needs to shock the crap out of me when I'm moving along. <laughs> have it and have it. I'm not a nail biter anymore. I was like a like a habitual nail biter for like so long, and I broke that habit like the last year or two. Really, since I got pregnant and I was on prenatals, my nails started going really long, and so I stopped biting them. And I'm like, wow, this is a really time to break a nail biting habit. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> the, the product is called Vibe Pro, and he's raising money for it on Kickstarter. So that's awesome. So that's something I saw. And then I saw this I thought was kind of funny. Um, what's something you've said recently that would make no sense in 2019? Hold on. There's either an intruder in my house or my baby daddy is home. Oh, okay. Kent, is that you? Either way should be exciting. 
Yeah. He's here. Oh, very <laughs> yeah, nice. Stay tuned. <laughs> please, uh, please tell him I said hello. Yeah, you can close that. Rob says hello. What's up, guys? He says, yeah. what's up? The whole, <laughs> tell him the whole world is listening. I w- Do you want to see him? Here, come here, baby daddy. Do I? I can't wait for everybody to try to steal my man. <laughs> How's it going, Ken? What's up? <laughs> Good to see you, pal. Show, show them that. Show them the ass. <laughs> I want everyone in your family to wear Super Mario shirts. Put on a Super Mario shirt, dude. You probably got something in there. He said, to work? <laughs> yes, to work? I think so. Well, then you're looking for a Super Mario shirt. I'll give you a hint, not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's something I've said recently? Um, I'm not even hurting my whole family today, my cat and everything. The world has just really influenced into um, my life. Yeah. Oh, uh, for some reason, I, I lost you there for a second. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said I love how like I ju- everyone has just got to meet my entire family today. Yeah, my the whole cat. thing. And I'm really, I'm really close to my um, top drawer in my bedroom too. So I feel like we're all really bonding. This is this is a very intimate experience. I agree. I if my if my um, camera just went a little whoop over there, you guys get to see. Oh my goodies, my favorite family members. I'll put it that way. Michelle's <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite. Uh, so something I said in 2019 that wouldn't make sense no, today. No. Okay. Oh, back oh, back that one. Hold on. I'm getting married in April. <laughs> <laughs> something I said in 2019. Okay, well you're doing it. You're doing it backwards. So yeah. it's something you said recently that wouldn't make any sense in 2019. Oh. So here I've got some for you. If you can't think of one. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, um, they wouldn't let me into the bank because I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, that was a beautiful Zoom wedding. <laughs> Uh, this is from the bro Bible. You want, uh, you found Clorox wipes. Someone wants to get laid. <laughs> I love that. I love um, that. I actually did find Clorox wipes the other day and she's like, Oh, I could resell these for so much money. <laughs> you're invited to my daughter's drive by 10th birthday party. I actually, I did. I did a drive by birthday party. Oh really? For who? One. Yeah. For Kim, my aunt. I've done, I did one for her right. Whenever all this stuff was going down too. I'm glad those murder hornets weren't worse. <laughs> I saw a meme that was like, COVID's dying off. Bring in the mor- murder hornets. <laughs> and then the last one, mom, dad, I don't care what you heard on TV. Please don't inject yourself with bleach. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I love that. I thought those were pretty funny. Um, also funny, and you know, I'm a, I'm a committed hater of memes. I hate memes. Right. There are memes that are going around that I am enjoying, and I'm yeah. sure you've seen them. It's the St. Louis gun couple. Oh, yes. I, I know everyone knows what I'm talking about, but any, any meme involving the guy holding that machine gun and the woman holding that little pellet gun just makes my heart sing. She, that, yeah, I agree. Those memes are hysterical. That whole situation is hysterical to me. Um, but the way that woman is holding the gun is what bothers me the most. Cause listen, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to guns other than the one that I have, but I do know you're not supposed to keep your finger on the trigger. <laughs> you're not, that's improperly holding the gun. No, you're a hundred percent right. And my favorite thing is like, it's their intense faces 
as they're holding yep. these gun trigger happy, just like yeah. it's to me, it's the best. Like I hate memes, but if you share a meme about uh, the St. Louis gun couple, you're okay mm-hmm. in my book. Yeah, I, I know. I've seen tons of memes just about like gun owners in general and how they're just like eagerly awaiting someone to like loot something or like break into their house. Cause like, yes, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> and exactly. like, I'm an owner, but I'm not, I'm not that kind of gun owner. <laughs> so, um, I saw, let's see, I'm going to move away for something different here. Now I've got actually, I'm curious to see if you can do this. Oh, so I saw this, the story that got me into this discussion was, there's a pro there's a big like there's a i guess not a protest like there's a um what's the word i'm looking for like a petition okay to change the national anthem because the reason is i guess because francis scott key who wrote the original star spangled banner uh was a known slaveholder okay um this was obviously a long long time ago um Mm -hmm. and people want to replace it with john lennon's imagine which is a song i love but don't think should be the national anthem Right. I understand like why you would want to, but like you said, that was so long ago that it's like, you know, you can't help what someone else did, but you can try to fix it now. And I think if we're going to do away with the national anthem, I don't necessarily think replacing it with anything is necessary. I think just don't have one. Well, some people think we should swap it out for America the Beautiful, which I think might be okay too, but I don't think, are there any controversial lyrics in like the full national anthem, the the Star Spangled Banner? I don't, if there's anything, I I feel like that's important to this conversation. Yeah, I remember back in school, they wanted to not have it say um, under God and the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh yeah, I remember that time. Believes in God and um even though that's not even necessarily similar to this. I don't think that it's the lyrics that the problem is. I definitely think like you were saying, it's because that dude was like notorious for having slaves. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you, do you say don't even replace with anything? Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, Oh, I would actually, I have a recommendation. What is it? Black yellow by Cardi B. (laughs) <laughs> Bokeh yellow by Cardi B. Uh, one prank, one prank shown here thought it'd be a good idea. Standing up and being like, "He's uh, red, he's bloody shoes." <laughs> I don't dance now. I make money moves. We have to make it very like boring sounding <laughs> the melody. Uh, very good. That would be a good one. So here's my question to you, Maddie. Yeah. Do you know all the words to our national anthem? Yeah. You think you do? Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what I don't know though? And I, I hope that we, co- like we cover it sometime on this show. If you handed me a map, that I could maybe get like 20 states. Yeah. And sometime I might do that because I think that'd be funny. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good with the states. I know you're a mess with uh, geography and history and all that oh, stuff. It's awful. It's awful. I'm so bad at it. Okay, so I do this for a living because no one ever, you know, I well, I thought no one was ever going to ask me to fill out a map, and yet here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't study, please. Oh no, I won't. Trust me, I won't. So okay, I learned, and I didn't remember this. I it, once I saw it, it rung a bell. The national yeah. anthem is way longer than the one we hear on TV. We oh. only we only hear the first verse. Oh well, they, they don't know it. But it's okay if you can just do the first verse. Okay. I'll be, I'll be proud of you. 
Okay. And I've got the lyrics in front of me, so let's go ahead. Does Maddie know all the words to our national anthem as it stands right now? Okay. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we... What is that next word? (laughs) (laughs) Is it hailed? It is. You're doing very well. It's last gleaming who brought stripes and bright stars... I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying not to sing because I'm a horrible singer. <laughs> do whatever you gotta do. Do whatever you gotta do. Bright stripes and bright stars. Okay, I think you're saying, I, I think you got, I'm going to buzz you there. What? Is it not that? Say it, say that line again slowly. Who brought, who brought stripes or who, who brought stripes and bright stars? Okay. So the line is, I don't think this is what you're saying, but it's a little tough to tell over this video call. It's who's broad stripes. Who's broad stripes? I, I'm hearing who brought. Yeah. I think we're bringing them. No, we're not bringing them. They're, they're broad. Stars and stripes in them. And there are. So it's who's broad stripes and bright stars. That's a fun little thing that you've been saying wrong the whole time. Literally my entire life. Um, now I understand why all the celebrities always mess it up when they got to do it at like big sports games. <laughs> okay. So keeping that in mind, start again. Let's keep going. Okay. Start from the top, please. Okay, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars Yes. through the, I never know this word, per- perilous? Yes. Is that a Okay. Yes. Through the perilous. Right? Yes, you're doing very well. You're halfway there. Oh, this next oh. part should be fun. Oh, oh no. <laughs> No, I gotta go to the stop. Oh, something at the Twilight's last gleaming, and I can't think of what comes before that. You already did the Twilight's last gleaming. Oh, did I? Start from the top, might be easier. (laughs) I don't know the next verse. I don't know it. Hold on. I keep wanting to say what so proudly we have. I keep wanting to say that verse again. You've already said that, yeah. No, I know. Okay, hold on. Stripes and bright stars. And the rock. <laughs> you skipped the line. You're doing, you're, you, fell, you fell apart. You thought you could do this. I did. It's a lot harder to like recount than when you're just going with the flow and everybody else. And then you can just kind of be like, do you want to try it one more time from the top and I'll fill you in if you get stuck. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last thing. And who brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous nights. What is the freaking next line? Have you been saying perilous night the whole time? Yeah. It's perilous fight. <gasps> you've been, you've been singing the wrong words this whole time. Can I phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next line is, or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Now, go ahead and take it. Here's my time to shine. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. I don't know. Stop it. (laughs) You thought you knew the first verse. 
<laughs> oh man! And right the first thing in there was it. We're so proud through the night. No. <laughs> Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. You want to bring it on home? Oh, <laughs> stars spangled. These are money moves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get. I'll give you a D plus on the Star Spangled Banner. History or geography class I ever took, anyway. What I loved about that was you thought you knew it. Oh yeah. Like if I gave her the map of the state, she'd be like, "I'm going to fail this." But I was like, "Matt, you know the national anthem, right?" She's like, "Oh my god, yeah." Yeah, who doesn't know the national anthem? Of cake. I don't know the national anthem. Boy, I just had I just had two more. My point that we should just toss it out. I just have two more small stories if you want to hit these real quick. I saw yeah. this. I was blown away. Brittany said she was not surprised about okay. this. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm so surprised by this. Yeah. I'm, give, I'm curious where you fall on the spectrum. Okay. Earlier this week, Sia became a grandmother. I, that blew my mind whenever I saw that too, because I'm like, Did it, didn't she just adopt two young kids? And right. so I assumed that that meant she was young. Well, I didn't, I didn't even hear that she adopted kids. I just didn't think she was old enough to be a grandparent. She's like still making pop music. Yeah, I had no idea she was old enough to be a grandma either. But I think that she just adopted two kids right as they were getting out of foster care. Um, right before they were about to um, like age out of the system. Oh, so do you think one of them had kids? One of them had a kid. And so then it made a little bit more sense that maybe she's not as old as I thought. I did not realize that's what we were talking about. Okay, that makes a little more sense then. One of her adopted sons had just had a baby. I believe she's 45, which I mean, it's possible to have a grandkid, but... possible. Yeah. She's like 32. Who is? Shelly. She's a grandma at 32? She's 32 right now, if you ask her. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was like, 32 is so young to be a grandmom. Yeah, I know. She's blessed. She's very blessed. (laughs) And then one more thing I saw that I wanted to mention to you and get your feedback on. So Dr. Dre and his wife are filing for divorce after 24 years of marriage. Oh, that's sad. Allegedly, there's no prenup. Uh Oh, and Dr. Dre's a billionaire. There is $800 million at stake. This could potentially become, if I'm not mistaken, I did some homework on this. Yeah. It could potentially become the most expensive celebrity divorce of all time. So, so here's my only problem is I don't know if it says $800 million is at stake, which means I don't know if together they're worth that or if that's half, but that's what my article says. So, um, I would say that that's total because I know when he sold Beats by Dre to Apple or wherever he sold it, that he sold it and then went, once selling it officially became a billionaire. And so, or his company or his net worth was a billionaire. So I would say $800 million is probably like maybe his net worth. Well, I don't, maybe not he, overall. So the, that w- this definitely makes it more expensive than Michael Jordan. Uh, he had to pay Juanita Jordan $125 million after their divorce. But that's, not, that's not even the worst. Uh, according to my research, which is from google.com, the most expensive celebrity divorce was Mel Gibson 
Oh, really? When he divorced Robin Moore, $425 million. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I, I hope one day I hope one day I live it. Yeah, I, I would love to know what it's like to lose $425 million. <laughs> no, I hope one day I'm on the receiving end of a divorce. <laughs> 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 well, if only 2025, right? That's when we can look. 25. That, yeah. I, we make a lot of freaking money between now. <laughs> Kids got some work to do. Uh, this episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West has been brought to you by All About You DJ. Let All About You DJ host your next wedding party or event. All About You DJ specializes in wedding receptions as well as any other private parties, including birthdays, engagement parties, school dances, or any other special event you may need a DJ for. We work with you to ensure that your entertainment is perfect for your events. At All About You DJ, your event is not only important to you, but it's also important to us. We want to make it memorable for all those involved all about you provides everything you need to make your wedding the event of your dreams from dazzling photo booths to ensure that your event is one that your guests will never forget to gorgeous uplighting to make sure that your wedding photos really pop all about you offers several different packages to fit your needs you can even ask for me the rob to host your next wedding your next wedding your your wedding <laughs> or Matt, either one for you, Maddie. <laughs> Check out our five-star reviews on Google and on Facebook.com slash all about you, DJ. Give us a call at 812-402-0610 or check us out online at allaboutyoudj.com. And just one more, Maddie. Uh, today's yeah. show also brought to you by Gold Tree Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, you definitely want to talk to our friends at Gold Tree Realty. With Gold Tree Realty, you're dealing with experienced real estate agents and investors. They can handle sellers and any condition. So if your property is ready to go with no repairs needed, or if it needs a little TLC, Gold Tree Realty can get you that sold sign on your lawn, sometimes even with a cash offer in as fast as 72 hours. And if you're looking to buy a house, Gold Tree Realty specializes in uh, helping buyers find their dream home. Give Andrew, Jason, or any of the experienced and knowledgeable members of the Gold Tree Realty team a chance to help you buy or sell your next home in the Evansville area. Call 812-432-2556 or like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gold Tree Realty. Once again, that's Gold Tree Realty, 812-432-2556. And if you would like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please email the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. Well, Maddie? I'm that we got to do this this week. Yeah, I am too. I hope, I hope it comes across okay and that everybody has been able to like hear us all right and see us all right. Me too. And pull this off and we pulled it off. So, and yeah, and hopefully, you know, like I said, I, I do think next week we'll probably not be here just that because it's just tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough for me next week. And, yeah, you know, and hang out with them. I know it's like, we're doing so. Well, okay. Take the time to enjoy that. Thanks. Yeah, I was going to say, bad news is you broke up all throughout that statement, but that's the first time you've really broken up this whole time. So. <laughs> Well, that's good. And enjoy the time with your family because I know it's well overdue. So thanks. I appreciate you saying, yeah, I haven't seen them in quite a long time and they've, they were supposed to come in April, but right. the world broke. There was a lot of things that were supposed to happen in April that didn't happen. <laughs> it's our turn for it to happen. I'm so. sorry. Well, listen, we're excited for your, your wedding too. So don't, don't, don't have forgotten about that. Um, we're like literally like a month away now, which is wild. Thanks uh, to Kent and Woodson for making an appearance on the show today. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one more tidbit because people kept asking me. I picked up my wedding band. Oh, please go ahead. Got it. Yeah, I finally got it. I called uh, like last week sometime and they, were, they answered the phone. First time they've answered the phone in four months. And I was like, hey, is my wedding band there? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, 
can I come get it? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so I got my wedding band. Congratulations, Maddie. <laughs> Were there any spiders in the box? No. Even better. Thank God. I, I don't know, man. I was kind of hoping there was, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, for myself and, of course, Maddie West, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We'll be back in a week or two. You never know. Yeah. But we'll you be back know. at some point. And I mean, that just depends because I, I could, you know, be symptomatic five days from now. Are you going on a plane anytime in the next two weeks? Nope. You going to any strip clubs? I can't answer that. If you, if you stay away from them, we might be able to get a, a, a show back together again. I, I think um, I'm so financially strained after my last trip that there's no way I could afford a strip club anytime soon. All right, let's both <laughs> try to maintain good social distancing. I do my best. And then we don't have to do any more Zoom episodes. Sounds good to me. All right, Maddie, thanks so much, and we will talk to you again soon. It's the Roth Podcast with Maddie West.